We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, Kyle Quinn's behind the glass. You guys with us. 215 592 94 94. One hour from now, we'll play the full Dave Dombrowski interview this morning with the Morning Show. Great stuff on the pursuit of more pitching this offseason, the belief in Johan Roas, trying to start faster. Bryce Harper, will he get a contract extension, which was a, a major thing out of nowhere this offseason and kind of went away? So the full Dombrowski interview coming up at 12 o'clock today. And of course, your Phillies calls 215 592 94 94. Have They've been too quiet this offseason. I say yes. Hugh feels like it's it's all right where they're at as we enter the season. All right, we'll keep that going, but we got to throw this in the mix because whenever Debo Samuel talks, I tend to get annoyed. And he talked this week at the Super Bowl, and he basically just threw some cold water on the Eagles here and who they are in this whole ride. So here's the quote from Debo, okay, uh, about the Eagles and Niners rivalry. Debo Samuel this week said, quote, I consider rivalries close games. We ain't going to talk about that no more. That's over with. Now, all right, they blew the Eagles out this year. I mean, I, what am I supposed to say? All right, yeah, it was beat the brakes off. Of it them, was yeah. embarrassing. It kind of started the fall of the Eagles season. I get that, but here, here he's saying it's over with, and I do not believe it's over with because over the next five years, there's a real chance these continue to be two of the best, if not the best, teams in the NFC. I'll put the Lions. I think the Lions are have staying power, so they're going to be involved. Maybe the Packers because Jordan Love looks good, but Eagles Niners are going to be there. And the question here is, we go to the Super Bowl, you know, get ready for the Super Bowl, get ready for this week. Next five years, who's going to have more success, the 49ers or the Eagles? Because a year ago, I think everyone here would have said the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Hugh, today, as I asked you that question, the next five years, who has more success, 49ers, Eagles? You know what? And when you asked this question, I hesitated for a minute, a long pause. But I'm going to say the Eagles, man, and I'm going to tell you why. I think that when I, when I think about the 49ers' success, they're probably going to be in the mix for the next two years. But when you talk about that five-year stretch, they're getting a little longer in the tooth. And the thing that they benefited from tremendously is the fact that they haven't had any issues with the money that they've doled out to their, to their players. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of bread on that, on that sideline that's making a lot of money. You know, you think about Trent Williams, you think about Eric Armstead, the D-tackling, some of those other guys. They just paid, uh, they just paid the, the, the Bosa kid, Nick. Nick. They just paid Bosa. They got a lot of money doled out over that squad. So I think that in the next five years, no, because they're going to they're gonna start to come apart because they're going to start losing players. They're going to have to pay their quarterback if that's what they decide to do. And Trent Williams ain't going to play forever. That's true. Well, certainly Trent Williams. They have some guys that are a little bit older. Um, look, I think the Eagles are going to be fine in the long term because Howie will figure it back out again. 
but I, I got to go with the 49ers in this. Next, here, here's, here's what I, when I think of this idea of these two teams, next five years, I've seen the 49ers sustain success. They've been in four of the last five NFC Championship games. The one thing about Howie and the Eagles and this, this iteration of Howie, they don't really sustain success. They have out-of-nowhere excellent seasons, right? 2017, 2022, and they have a difficult time sustaining success. So yeah. th- that, that is my hang-up on the Eagles. Like, do I think they can have great moments at some point in the next five years? Yeah, I, I do. But the Niners sustain success better. And then here's what I can't get out of my head. The Niners have the better coach. And I don't think it's close. Kyle Shanahan is one of the top three or four coaches in the NFL. He may win his first Super Bowl Sunday. If not, he's you know he's gone to a couple now. And I look at him like, is Sirianni even the Eagles coach a year from now? I don't know who the coach is going to be the next four or five years. If you ask me right now who's the Niners coach in each of the next five years, I know. It's Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, and that, that's the, the, for you, I can see that being a decision. Stability. Factor. Stability. Stability is a big key, man. And I think that going into this season, we have to start somewhere. That's why I'm so bullish on the fact that I want to see some, what some of these young guys can do. Like, you've drafted some of these players, and it, and it feels like you're just drafting outside of the first round just to be drafting them, just so you can eat up the draft picks. These, these guys have to pay dividends at some point. You have to figure out a way. I think the biggest, the biggest key for teams that have success is finding diamonds in the rough. Perfect example of that is Brock Purdy. We've been talking. Brock Purdy has polarized everybody from casual fans to diehard fans to old-ass football players all across the board on what he actually is. We don't know. We still don't know what Brock Purdy is because you have some people saying he's a game manager, mm-hmm. and then you have some guys saying he's a game changer. And you even have some ex-players out there talking about he, he's the worst guy. He's one of the worst guys on the team in the top five as, as far as athletics, athletic individuals on his own squad. So he's a very polarizing figure. But those are the guys at the end of the day, the Puka Nakua's, the, the Brock Purdy's that make the NFL go. It's easy to hit on a first-round draft pick and get praise and accolades for that. Hit on those guys that nobody saw coming. That's what sustains your football team. I agree with that. And that's part of the reason why I think the Niners have more sustainability. Look, the Niners have whiffed on two top five picks in the last seven years. Solomon Thomas. Remember that guy, the number two pick? That was the Mahomes draft. He's he's, he's on like 14. It hasn't affected them. And do you think the Eagles could have survived the Trey Lance whiff? I I don't know. I mean, that's a major whiff. They they surrendered multiple first-round picks. Trey Lance couldn't play. And they're in back-to-back championship games now, the Super Bowl this year. I just think the Niners are more sustainable than the Eagles. The Eagles go up, they go down. Next five years, I, I think the Niners have more success. Kyle, what are you feeling here? Next five years, Eagles, Niners, probably going to be the two most successful teams in the NFC. I think Detroit's got a chance to be with those two, but probably those two. Yeah, you, you know where I stand on the quarterback. I think he's going to be – I look at the quarterback as the reason why I think the Eagles will have more success for the next five years. Uh, five years is right around my timeline for when Brock Purdy will be picking splinters out of his rear end. That's right. He's sitting on the bench. Um, Jalen Hurts is a much better quarterback than Brock Purdy. I would take Jalen Hurts' next five years over Brock Purdy's next five years. And I disagree with your assessment about the, the Trey Lance thing. Like, Howie Roseman had to deal a quarterback with the largest dead cap hit in NFL history, and we went to the Super Bowl in short order after that. I have much more faith in Howie Roseman, the general manager, than the Niners' general manager. And I think we're in a better spot as an organization in terms of we have already paid the quarterback. 
And we have a general manager that I think is going to be able to do a better job than he did this season filling out the rest of the roster around him. The Niners are going to be faced with a huge decision coming up that I don't think they're prepared to make and I don't think they're going to make the right decision on because Brock Purdy is going to need to get paid and they're going to have a lot of other guys in that roster who are way more important than Brock Purdy who should get paid and they're not going to be able to do it because they're they're giving money to a guy that should be a backup quarterback. So I think in the next five years, we're going to see the Eagles being like, we're already not that far removed from just being in the Super Bowl and the quarterback going shot for shot with Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes. So there's no reason in my mind, in my mind that we can't be right back there next year and, and the years ahead. I just have more faith in the quarterback, really. That's what it comes down yeah, to. Yeah, but I, here's what I see with the Niners. This is independent of Purdy. They've gone to the Super Bowl now with two quarterbacks that people don't even think are that good. Garoppolo and now Purdy. It just feels like they know how to sustain winning, and we're still trying to figure that out here. Have the Eagles ever sustained anything with Howie? What I like Howie. You know that. I'm a Howie guy. It's the one knock on Howie is they can't sustain excellence. Four out of five title games for the Niners is pretty remarkable. Well, they, they go. The Niners tend to go up and down a little bit, But too. four out of five yeah. title games now. I mean, that one year they had a losing year the, the, out of the, those five. But that's pretty darn good. All right, 215-592-9494. Look, Debo says the rivalry's not even real anymore. He's wrong. It is. It's going to be a thing over the next five years. No matter what we say, it's going to be a thing. Who has more success next five years, Eagles or the 49ers? I think it's the Niners. Hugh and Kyle think it's the Eagles. Let's go to the phone lines here. Joe is in Broomall. What's up, Joe? Hi, how are you? Joe, doing well, buddy. How are you? Oh, thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm doing well. Uh, Mr. Douglas, it's a pleasure to talk to you, sir. Hey, buddy. How you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, first time caller, but I listen often. I really do. Um, but I got to tell you, uh, man, I really don't think the Eagles even make the playoffs next year. Mm-hmm. Not even close. I mean, uh, maybe five to six wins. Wow. Five to six yeah. wins. Wow. All right. And, I mean, come on. Well, uh, all right. Well, hey, look, I could be wrong. No, that's just, your opinion, and and we right. we appreciate you being giving your opinion. So, Joe, before you go, and here's where I'm at, and we have a whole off season and a draft and a trades and free agency. If they took the team they have right now into next year, I think they'd win seven or eight games. So I'm not that far off from you. Now I I expect them to turn over a lot of this, and hopefully I'll feel a lot better in June and July and August. But I don't think your premise that they're not a playoff team the way they look right now you're not you're not crazy. I mean, Joe, the way they played down the stretch, they couldn't stop a college offense. Agreed. Agre- just uh, agreed. I just, uh, I mean, uh, you know, to my friends, I, I, I just, I think Serrani has not a clue of what he's doing. I'm sorry, but maybe, and that's my opinion. And I'll, I'm, I'm somewhat glad about the new coordinators, but it's going to be basically the same thing we've seen with just different voices. And hopefully, uh, you know. Uh, I do like some of the personnel. They do need linebackers big time. I agree. Um, but that's it. Uh, just And I just wanted to kind of quickly get on their Phillies thing mm-hmm. real quick. Um, uh, I, I just, I've been listening and listening. Oh, we need a hitter. We need a hitter. Well, what happened to Hoskins? I mean, couldn't they have taken that? Couldn't they have dealt with that internally? And like, look, we got a hitter here. So let's sign them. Joe, they could have. I mean, Zabrowski was asked by Joe this morning, did they ever ever consider it? And he, and he kind of gave one of those, well, re, he'll always be a Philly and we love him here. But Joe, yeah, but they, the, weren't going, they weren't going. No, they weren't good. The decision they made to, to put Bryce at first full time and close the door on Hoskins, Joe, it, it feels to me like a decision we're going to be talking about for a while. I, I don't think it was as simple as they made it out to be. It, well, you know, it was, 
I, I just I hear all these. Oh, we got to get Bellinger. We got to get this. We got to get that. And I do agree. We have to get a starting pitcher. It would really help. But I agree with you, sir, uh, Mr. Joe. They did not do anything. Not enough. No, and especially when you no, consider how anything. good the Braves are and the Dodgers are. It just feels like they're content. Joe, good phone call. Call again. Um, Mr. Joe, we got to keep that one. I like Mr. Joe. Joe. That's, a, that's a good one. It's a new one. Instead of you're, you're a moron, Joe. No, I like uh, good <laughs> good phone call there. So his point on the um, on the Eagles being that that's probably our most pessimistic take on next year's Eagles we've heard so far that they're a five-win team next year. Boy, that would be that would be a fall to go from the Super Bowl to what we saw at the end of this year to five wins next year. And you know what? I'm he's entitled to his opinion, but boy, five that's hard to envision. That is hard to envision. You know, with all these moves we made, that the personnel that we have. I mean, I I would say 10, 10 wins. I would give it at least ten. You know what I mean? So I think eight right now, but that's without any changes on defense, right? I mean, I think we we all expect them to make a major shift. I mean, what were you saying the other day? They need six or seven new defensive players? Yeah, but I think offensively with the weapons that they have that you can get back in the mix real quick because you you got guys out there that if you you put the quarterback in position to be successful, you still got some guys out there that are unblockable, unguardable, I should say. Devontae and A.J.? Yeah, Yeah, you still got those Dallas you know, and we're going to get another running back. We've been pretty good at, at getting running backs that service the needs. So I think we'll we'll be back in the mix. Yeah, there, I mean, look, there's a high floor of the offense. Even this past year where we think the offense wasn't as good and it was choppy, they still finished, I think, seventh in points per game this yeah. year. So there, there's – I expect them to be a top 10-ish offense even if they don't do much this offseason. Yeah, off so that's what I'm saying, five wins. Uh, I hear what you're saying. But that defense – it defense is very porous. Now – in order for us to have success, we're going to have to be a high-flying, high-powered offense, which I think that we can be. And the defense is, you know, if we get if we get decent defense, that's a luxury. Oh, I'll take de- – Hugh, I'm at the point now where I will take a decent defense, defense. next year. That's what we're talking about, decent defense. Because this, at the end of this past season, I think I can make a real case the last six or seven weeks, it was the worst defense in football. Yeah, they were, they were horrendous. I remember watching, watching you – Watch the game over on on your screen in front of you, you know, on breaks and during the show. You were appalled looking at that defense. It was wild to see some of the stuff that I saw. (laughs) T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'm just like, wow, these are, these are professionals. <laughs> I guess. I mean, I, I know they're getting paychecks, but they, they didn't play like that down the stretch of the season. 215-592-9494. So, like, looking forward, in the next five years, Eagles, Niners, Who's going to have more success? I understand what you both brought up good points. Like, right, like the Purdy thing, they have to pay him. The Eagles can turn things over. The consistency of the 49ers, though, is striking to me. Four out of five championship games yeah. is, is remarkable. And I don't know if it even matters. If the, Couldn't you see the Niners being good two years from now, three years from now, with a different quarterback? They did it with Garoppolo. They did it with Purdy. It wouldn't shock me yeah, if because Shanahan more, does it again. It's more the system. Yeah. Uh, I think the defense they wrote a they wrote a stout defense. The defense is probably not as stout as it has been in the past. I agree past with that. Because when Nick Bosa first got there, the one thing that I remember about the 49ers and, and their ability to to play was that that defense traveled well. It's flipped. They're more of an offensive team now. Yeah. I mean, but mostly team. everybody. Yeah. Everybody's kind of like that now. And and it, it's that's just the ebb and flow of the NFL. That's why I believe that Eagles could still be relevant next year and they're definitely going to be in the playoff hunt. Because when you look at the NFC teams, like they're not that far off, in my opinion, as far as being a playoff contender. So if you tighten up a few things offensively and get this defense to a uh, a decent level, then you'll be right back in it. Yeah, well, look, they'll be a playoff contender. I mean, unless there's major injuries, there's seven playoff spots now. I mean, everyone – you watch them at Everybody the end of the season. Yeah, it's like at the end of the season, those teams that have six or seven wins in December, like they're on still that alive. screen. They're still, still alive. alive or in the mix in the, in the hunt. I love that one, in the hunt. And teams like the Bears are in that every year, and they stink. Brandon is up next. What's up, Brandon? Hey, how's it going? Good, Brandon. What are you feeling? So I was just uh, listening, and I was – um, thinking about what you guys just said about being so pessimistic about the Eagles from the last caller, I'm not too far off from that, and I wanted to give you my reason why. For is basically on Hertz. Um, for being a self-proclaimed kind of triple threat, we saw this year that he doesn't actually have the reading ability, in my opinion. He he did well because the plays were a lot of RPOs, which are built-in decision makers. Um, when he was given a little more freedom to run a more traditional offense, he didn't make good reads. So I think a lot of what we need to see in the Eagles comes down to either getting back to more of those built-in decisions or really big progression in his like check-down ability and, and making quicker decisions. Yeah, so Brandon, it's interesting how you framed Hurts, right? The Because the, he has had three years as a starter. The first year was choppy and he held the ball too long. Then two years ago, right, 2022, like you said, amazing, quick decisions – MVP level, and then this past year was more choppy. And I know a few minutes ago Kyle said Hertz is better, and that's why he likes the Eagles better moving forward. But her, I, I also feel I also feel Hertz is more unpredictable. Like, yeah, Hertz could get back to an MVP level, but if his legs aren't right or his decision making isn't right, I don't know what we're going to get the next three or four years. I mean, I hope it's good, but I I don't know yet. I think I would distinguish that he's more talented he has more physical talent mm-hmm. but i don't know that he's better because the decision making is a huge part of it like the part i think that people uh kind of like hate about purdy is he's not that athletic kind of like tom brady initially but his decision making is much more sound in he, my opinion yeah he just he just he just hits the open guy quickly over and over and over and it, it doesn't look pretty but it's like it works and they score yeah, 30 I mean, points he, yeah he makes terrible throws sometimes because physically he's just not like the most gifted quarterback right. in the world but it's a good, usually, decision. It's usually a one-on-one 
like coverage. It's usually behind the guy sometimes, but it's still the right decision. He made he threw it to one on one coverage where it's like Kittle on a linebacker or something. And so. and I think I'm with you on this, Brandon. Hurts is more unpredictable the next five years. Brandon, it's a good phone call. Hugh, if we get a great Jalen Hurts, I think you and Kyle are going to end up right because that means the Eagles, you know, they'll have a great quarterback. But I, I do think Hurts' next five years are not very predictable. You, you could sell me he's going to go back to being really good. I could also see his legs continue to break down, and it's like, what is he? I don't know. Now, first of all, I didn't agree with most of the stuff that the caller said because I do think that in certain situations he made some pretty good decisions. Now, down the stretch, he didn't play well. In the last month of the season, he did not play mm-hmm. well. But when you talk about he threw for 23 touchdowns, Brock Purdy threw for like 31. And as far as the offense that Brock Purdy runs, it's more of a, a, a yards after the catch type of situation. Mm-hmm. They take what the defense gives them, not taking anything away from Brock Purdy because he made some plays in the game against the Detroit Lions that, that put him in a different stratosphere as far as my opinion. But there was a disconnect somewhere with Jalen and the way that he – they they ran this offense or whatever it was. I think Jalen's a good quarterback, and I think that he's going to be able to prove that coming this upcoming season with this new offense and how they're going to run it. I mean, but that re- remains to be seen. So, I'm like, I'm not too too much poo-pooing on his assessment of Jalen, but I think Jalen's right there because when you look at the good, better quarterbacks in the league, and I'm looking at Jordan Love, his numbers weren't that far off from Jordan Love's. He's probably like five or six uh, touchdowns more Jordan Love was, but – but Jalen is right there. You know what it is a lot of the times, is, and you brought up Love, it's what you do down the stretch that stands out to us the most. Yes. Because you're right. If you look at Love and Hurts, their numbers, full season, not that different. But I think, what was it, Love's last 10 games was like 18 touchdowns, one pick. He yeah. got better. As the season progressed. And Hurts got worse. Regressed. Yeah. yeah. It, that, it, we always do that as fans. It's like, what is the – we'll do this with Trey Turner, right? As we get ready for baseball, what are we going to think of? We're going to think of Trey Turner after Jack got the standing ovation for him. Because that guy – was amazing. But yeah. the whole picture, like if you look at his full season, eh, right? It wasn't that good because he stunk for three, four months. And But it, we always remember the end more. Yeah, and and, and, and by that way, for Brandon, if you're still listening, uh, uh, Brock Purdy's QBR is only 10 points higher than Jalen Hurts. So was Purdy in the 70s and Hurts yeah, in the 60s? Yeah, Hurts in the 60s. So it's, it's not, it's, he's not that far off. That's why it's like, you know, I get what you're saying. And, 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 and the part that hurt Jalen the most was the fact that he curtailed towards the end of the season. But when you compare the two quarterbacks, they're not that far off. I don't think they're that far. They're different, but I, I agree. They're not that far off. This year, without question, Purdy played better. And then a year ago, obviously, Hurts was an MVP kind of candidate. He was, he was an amazing player. 215-592-9494. Really curious what everyone thinks of this. Next five years, which team will have more success, the Eagles or the Niners? The Niners going for a Super Bowl. The Eagles tried to win one last year, ironically, both against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. We'll keep the conversation going there. And on the Phillies. Dave Dombrowski joined DeCameron Rich this morning. We'll replay that entire interview for you coming up at 12 o'clock. But even Dombrowski acknowledged it's been a quiet offseason. Has it been too quiet? I think it has. Hugh feels good about where they're at with the young guys. 215-592-9494. That's how you hop board. Plus, Elliott at one. A lot on the Sixers trade deadline. It is tomorrow. Will the Sixers add? What will they add as they wait for Joel Embiid's return? 215-592-9494. That's how you hop in. It's the Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forest Casino, America's number one sportsbook. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seats on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing 
some super bets. I'll be in on some long shot MVP bets. How about a wide receiver for the 49ers or maybe a running back for the Chiefs? FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets on which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.